Hey girls, welcome back to Her. I'm super excited to be back on the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about diligence and I'm super excited to introduce to you our guest speaker today. Her name is Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hi, hi. So Wendy has recently came into my life and I'm super thankful for the woman she is. And Wendy, why don't you give us like a little bio about who you are, where you're from, your heart. Okay. All of the above? Yes. Sounds good. (laughs) Um, I am a life coach and a woman empowerer, um, but I like to live a radical life for myself as far as I just enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited to always share with different um, women about how to live an extravagant life of love, happiness, peace, joy, whatever it is that's on their heart. And I recently just wrote a book called Extravagantly Loved. My full name is Wendy Ingram. And I just love women. I love to love people back to life. So that's my mission in life is that every woman knows how extravagantly loved they are by God and also that they are just loved in general. Mm, That's so good. Awesome. Well, welcome to her. Thank you for having me, by the way. I think you're amazing. I love everything that you're doing and everything that you stand for. And I'm super excited to um, do more of this with you because um, I just, I love your heart. I love the way that you share and that you're real with your listeners because I think that's really important Mm -hmm. as women that we feel loved and supported and not shamed. And I think you do an excellent job of that. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. So today's topic is going to be diligence. And the reason why is because I feel like um, the past couple of weeks I've been learning to be diligent with what God has put in my hands. And I feel like us girls can really relate to that because I feel like some seasons are a lot and some seasons are a little. Um, but I feel like for me personally, the past few months, God's been putting so much like in my hands to whereas like last year it didn't really feel like a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning to be diligent with what he's put in my hands, um, whether that's like relating to people, connecting with others, work-wise, ministry, you know, whatever it is. Like how, how do us girls... Um, control and organize and try to like maneuver all these things that God puts in our hands and how are we how can we be diligent with what he's given us to prepare us for what he has for us in the future so what are your thoughts or you can just share your heart like or experiences like that you've had to really learn like okay God this is what you've given me right now and this is just what I'm gonna have to do and learn to be diligent in my now season I think that's such a great question because diligence can mean a lot of things to a lot of people but for some reason for women, it it's about overachieving, overstriving, and carrying too much of the load. I see that so much in no matter what generation of woman you are or what age range you are. It's like we just push ourselves so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think realizing that diligence is just not work, 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 but it's being careful and persistent in work and effort, meaning You just need to keep being persistent. It doesn't mean you have to get it all done right and get it all done right now. It Mm. means I'm on a journey. I want to be intentional about what I'm doing. I know that I have a purpose for what I'm doing. So I want to strive to make steps going in that direction at all times. 
I think what happens for a lot of us is we start feeling overwhelmed because we're looking at the picture for down, mm -hmm. what it's going to look like at the end instead of enjoying the journey along the way. Mm -hmm. That's good. I think of, when I think of the word diligence, I was thinking about this the other day and I, 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 like I had this vision of like, Think of like, you know, those giant puzzles you put together and there's like a mm hundred -hmm. pieces right. and you dump the box on the table and you're like, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. There's so many pieces. Like, where do you even start? Well, I know growing up when my mom used to, I hate puzzles, honestly, but when <laughs> I used to have to do puzzles, I just remember when I dumped the box out on the table, I remember looking at the colors of things that match to start me off. So that like gave me a clue of how to just start the picture. Mm -hmm. So I think same as for us, like... We don't know the huge picture, or sometimes we do. Sometimes God gives us a full version and vision of a huge picture, but there's little pieces that come together through the process and journey yes. before we even see that picture. So True. I think with diligence is like like all these bits and pieces, like kind of like you said, like the process of, of our journey and enjoying it and being diligent with what God's put in our hands as long as we keep going and being obedient, exactly, like that picture is going to come to pass. It just may not be tomorrow. Well, and the thing is, us women, we, you know, it's hard to surprise us. I know my husband says that all the time. Like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to give you a surprise because we're into details and we're very fine-tuned into everything going on around. So sometimes we think we know what the picture is going to be or we even think what it's going to look like at the end is going to be. And then we're like, well, this doesn't look like it's a puzzle piece that would even fit. Or this doesn't look like this color even goes with this puzzle at all. Mm -hmm. But that's the awesome part of God. Because he's going to bring things in and out um, in time and in season that are going to relate to the purpose and the destiny and the things that you're doing. And so your due diligence is to just keep pressing on, keep going towards the mark, and keep being purposeful with an intent. And your intent is always, I'm excited to serve God. I'm excited to do, like even in uh, marketplace ministry, mm -hmm. you and I have talked. Mm -hmm. You can have a vision. You can have a dream of something you want to do. It's not that, you know, God's going to say, no, you can't do that. You have to do this. It's, it's all relates in the end. It's like, wow, I always thought I would write a book. Or I always thought I would write a song. Or I always thought I would do this play. Why can't you do it all? Why can't it all be done? But if you know your purpose for it, so like your purpose for her is to reach women and to let them know that they're supported and to build a community, right? Mm -hmm. That's the purpose behind it. That's what keeps you being diligent in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You didn't know you were going to meet me. When yeah. you were designing it, you were like, oh, someday I might do conferences or someday I might write a book. But you never thought, oh, and someday I might have Miss Wendy on. Yeah. But God fills in those blanks. And so when you're making room and you're being diligent and proactive in what you're doing, you're making room for him to show up and give you surprises along the journey. That's so good. I love that. That's so good. You just gave like the perfect picture. Yeah, I always relate it. You relate it to puzzles. I relate it to quilt making. Like oh, you're okay. going to gather yeah. fabric all along the way. Yeah. And your job is to just know the pattern, mm -hmm. which our pattern is what? It's. Being intentional, knowing your purpose, and then keeping your drive going. Gotcha. So as long as you're doing that part, God fills in the blanks. Yeah, so we don't have to worry. I, I think a lot of, like, even, I know for me, like, when diligence, like, you, how do I explain this? So, like, 
us girls, like, we stress a lot or fear comes in or worry and doubt because that's just what girls do. So, um, yes, we can be diligent with what God's put in our hands. And, yes, we can trust that he's going to fill in the pieces. But, Miss Wendy, like, what do we do um, when... I don't know, like we're going through a rough season or worry and doubt comes in or we don't even have all like a starter kit to get us started. Would it, have you ever been in that position where you Absolutely. like... That's a, actually a great question because we have to be each other and our own best cheerleader. So it's important, even if you feel you missed the mark, like let's say you, you started out with a plan. Okay. Like I'm going to be intentional. I want to do this. This is what I'd like the outcome to be. So you're already starting to paint the picture and it's like, okay, I don't know all the pieces yet, but I know it, it's going to fit when it relates to this, right? Mm-hmm. But then you feel like, wow, I only reached so many people this month or I didn't do a podcast every week like I normally do. But celebrate the fact that you're still going. Mm-hmm. Celebrate the fact that even though I missed the mark, I showed up. And I had an, an, an intent and a purpose and a drive, and I did it. I did it to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. right? Because we forget God took the time to build the Beatitudes mm-hmm. so that we would know that we're blessed all the time. We're blessed when we're weak. We're blessed when we're strong because he's saying, when you're weak, I'm strong. Mm-hmm. When you're this, I'm that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's found in Matthew. Mm-hmm. And the Beatitudes help us to realize, wow, we're not doing this by ourselves. We are doing this in relation with God. Mm -hmm. So we're partners with him. Mm -hmm. And so he wants you to enjoy the entire process. Even when we seemingly fall or we seemingly fall short, no, that's an opportunity for us to grow in an area. That's an opportunity for us to be like, okay, now I know for next time. I mean, we didn't make a light bulb out the first try right Mm -hmm, right (laughs) it took a lot of tries to make a light bulb but all he wanted to do was create light Light, yeah that's all he knew is i don't know how i'm going to do it but i want to create some light Mm -hmm. in the room so we have to be the same way we have to know lord i'm on a journey with you and i'm just excited to do it so some of the good things you can do is be a part of something like a community of her put it out there like this is what i want to achieve this month It's a little bit of accountability, but it's also you get some cheerleaders behind you. Mm -hmm. It's important to have that. It's important to have somebody that's already doing something you're crazy about doing Mm -hmm. and that you're passionate about doing. Get around them. Mm -hmm. Get around them and ask them questions and learn because that's the way you'll grow. And then you'll turn around and do the same for somebody else later on. And you'll be able to be, you'll be the mentor, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and we can all learn from each other. I, I learned from my son. I'm teachable. I learned from you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you're never going to arrive. It's a journey. Yeah. The whole, just remember, you're not arriving anywhere. You're just enjoying the journey. You're always going to be growing, learning, moving, and searching mm-hmm. because you're always going to be in relationship with God and there's going to be seasons, Mm -hmm. seasons of rest, seasons of work, seasons of play, seasons of grief, right? Because he says Mm -hmm. he even prunes those who are doing everything right. I'm still going to prune you Mm -hmm. to make more, to make bigger, to stretch you more, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to become cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. That's so good. I love that. That's so good, Wendy. (laughs) I love that. Okay, so... I guess my next question for you would be, what what is a story or a time in your life where 
you felt like you were in a season where you didn't have anything in your hand and you were just kind of like stuck or like or just a season in your life where you're like god like give me something to work with okay well oh man i have so many i can choose from um give me your best two my best two yeah okay so i'm gonna my first one was when i was 19 and god called me to ministry and i didn't even know anything about the bible god i didn't grow up learning about mm-hmm. god or anything in my household and i was i felt a lot of pressure when i first got saved that all of a sudden i had to be perfect and i just remember feeling like how am i going to memorize this book and how do i know how to talk to anybody and the really great thing was i got around somebody mm-hmm. who was already serving God and already had a ministry and I would just ask her questions I was like well how do you memorize the Bible and she was like you don't it's always going to be you're always going to be learning and she kind of took that pressure off me the other thing was I'm a very I'm already a like a study person I like to study things but I like to study people I'm in relationship with like why do you like that or ask a lot of questions Mm -hmm. So I approached God the same way. Instead of making him into a religion, I made it a relationship. It was my number one important relationship. When you're totally into a new guy, what do you do? You spend hours on the phone asking him, oh, well, tell me what you were like when you were three. What school did you go to? What's your favorite color? What do you like to eat? Yeah. Right? You're asking because you want to learn this person. Right. So that's what I did with God. I didn't even read the stories in the beginning. What I did was I went to the back of the Bible and I would look up marriage. What do you think about marriage? And then I would read all the scriptures on that. Or what do you think about love? What do you think about this? I was just learning him so I could be in a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Because I was very empty. That filled me very quickly. Mm -hmm. That's actually how I learned how to read the Bible too. Because growing up in ministry, the Bible was just kind of like thrown at me and I'm like I don't even know like I guess I have to read this thing but like when I got to college and actually like fell in love with who Jesus is I went to the back I did the exact same thing because I'm like I need to know topics I need to know like if I'm going through a season of this like this is what I want to know this is what I'm hungry for exactly and I think I'm not get more than one perspective yeah because he'll give you like so many verses 10 different scenarios on the same topic. So it's like, if I'm this person in the scenario, it's going to look like this. But if I'm in this, if I'm in this season in the scenario, it's going to look like this. Yeah. So it doesn't make me right or wrong. It's just, who are you in the scenario at that moment? Gotcha. And who is, because God never changes. Yeah. Right. So the situation can change. Sometimes you're the prodigal son and sometimes you're the spoiled son. That's like, (laughs) really, I do everything for you. And I'm just like, what? Nothing now. Yeah. So it's knowing which character you are in the story. And also, like you said, he's so great that he gives us multiple. And that's the great thing. If you only read it one time, it's probably has to do with something with that particular scenario. Mm -hmm. But when it's a topic that he knows you need to have this understanding because I put this in you, he talks about it over and over and over again so that it comes, it resonates in your spirit. So that's super important. That's good. So that's one. Okay. The other is when I got sick with cancer. And I still had to, I was getting ready to leave for a healing crusade and I was going to be speaking and I was like, God, how do I feel worthy enough to even 
speak to these people when I myself am not healed yet. Mm-hmm. And God said, the healing is my part. Mm-hmm. The talking is your part. And as I went ahead and allowed the, the Lord to lead me into what I was going to speak, and as I poured into these girls, what happened was two weeks later when I went back to the doctor to get my blood results, the cancer was gone. Because I was focused on the wrong part. I was focused on what was happening to me, which that's God's job. Mm-hmm. Instead of, and I'm just supposed to focus on what he needs me to do, right? We're right. here to spread the good news and to set the captives free and to speak life over each other and to love my neighbor as myself, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be self-absorbed. So if I'm always focused on me, who? Everything's going to seem larger than life when really it's a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. That's good. I feel like I've been through that too, especially last year when you focus so much on like yourself and like, God, I need this, this, and this, but you're not focused on what he wants you to do at the moment or in that season. You totally lose focus of like his whole purpose and plan for it. Well, and we're vessels. Yeah. So we're meant to pour out to get filled back up. But mm-hmm. if all we're doing is receiving, yeah. you're going to flood. It's true. (laughs) You got to pour that out. You know, you want new oil. You better be giving out the old oil. Yeah, that's good. Um, I was at church uh, this past Sunday and the pastor, his name is Larry. He was speaking on, um, and this just brought to mind, he was speaking um, out of Matthew and uh, the book of Mark, mainly the book of Mark. And he was talking about like, um, like, using God basically like using God when it's in need when it's like something that you need like basically how we only go to God when we need something Santa Claus yes yeah. so basically he was just talking about like is God what do we say oh he was like is God your recipe or mm-hmm. is God someone you're in a relationship with That's very and, good. and it was so good I want to I have some notes that I want to share and kind of hit on he was taught it was really good he kind of like hit home and he was like um when you start to walk with God God becomes like uh a relationship like someone you get to know kind of like how you were saying mm-hmm. how like when you open the Bible you kind of like get to know that person but he's like but then there's also a time where we don't rely on the relationship with God but we only use him as a recipe so like when we're ready to make something of ourselves or something we kind of go to him right and we don't we lose the rest like we lose the vision of God when only he wants a, a relationship with you he doesn't want you just to come to him when you need something or when you want things fixed and then he started to say, like... Husbands feel the same way. <laughs> if you only come to me every time there's a problem, but you never come and tell me anything I did right or anything that I'm doing. Yeah. Or you don't come and ask me how I'm feeling or how my day is. Yeah, pretty much men are made in their image. And they're a very good example for us of mm-hmm. tangible love of God. Because God is a person. He is not just an entity out there who is magical. And that's the problem, I think, too, a lot with um, us in America is we're very desensitized because of movies. Mm-hmm. So we see everything as a genie in the bottle, a magic, uh, get it Romance, now. Love. I want this. Well, not even, not even romance and love. We but don't even see God that way. We just yeah, see him no. as this huge entity that's going to make... When I need something, I will call on you. Until then, uh, please be still. And it's like, no, I actually want to be in a relationship, relationship. with you. Yeah. That's why Jesus went and sat down 
so that the Holy Spirit could come because that way he could be omnipotent and be everywhere and we all could be comforted, right? right? Jesus was one person walking the earth, but the Holy Spirit is in your house, my house, and is sitting there at the edge of the bed every night like, are we going to talk or did you want to say anything to me today <laughs> or, oh no, you're, you're busy. Okay. I'll just, like, I'll just sit I'll here, just be sitting here waiting. And when that really got me, when I really got that in my heart, um, I had read years ago, the book by Benny Hinn, good morning, Holy spirit. And the very first chapter is, can't you even spare an hour with me? Can't you even just spare 30 minutes to talk to me? I was like, Oh, I was wrecked. I was like, from now on, I'm before I even get out of bed in the morning, before I even say good morning to my husband, I said, good morning, Holy Spirit. Yeah. I acknowledge him, that he's there, that he's been there all night looking after me, that he's there whenever we have a problem, that he wants to do life with us. Mm-hmm. That's good. I never thought about it like that. I mean, like I do my devotions and stuff in the morning. That is one thing that I really push forward in the morning. That's like how I start my day. And basically gets me in a good mood if I'm honest but no that is a good perspective in a way of thinking things just kind of like acknowledge that he is everywhere you go and we forget that when life gets so busy you know well and he says uh, it says that he knows he's about his father's business and he actually knows our future if we'll ask yeah and we don't ask a lot talk to the holy spirit he'll tell you stuff yeah. He will literally tell you, like, this is the plan. This is what's going on. This is what we're working towards. Oh, oh, okay. Now I'm on track. You know yeah. what I mean? And, I, and so many times we treat God like he, uh, what are those things when you have a list and it's like you go from house to house looking for like a thimble and all that, a scavenger hunt. A scavenger. Oh, That's how okay. we treat God. Like he's walking around. Well, you're getting warmer. <laughs> cold, 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 hot, hot. No. Yeah. He's like, I already put it in you before you were born. You have a plan and a purpose. This is not a scavenger hunt. Just ask. I'll tell you. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. Well, that was actually really good. Um, so I think my last question is, is after each, after the end of each podcast, I like to like give the girls like a takeaway. So I guess, like, what is something that these girls can take away with them? Obviously, we've learned what diligence is and how we can be diligent with God when God gives us things. We learned kind of a bit of your story of, like, acknowledging God and how to dig deeper into the Word and the Holy Spirit and stuff. But what is something, practical steps they can take as of right now to take away from this podcast and really just, like, wake up in the morning and know that they're going to, like, they're going to make it? Okay, that's great. I think the first takeaway is to, number one, know that you're not alone. That's good. You are doing this with a companion. So being diligent about waking up every morning and reminding yourself of your purpose and also acknowledging the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Number two, finding, like you said, a time in the day to find a scripture that will minister to you. Mm -hmm. Because you can't serve anybody else if you're always on empty. That's good. And number three is be teachable. Actually ask the Holy Spirit, how can I be better at this? What, where do I need room to improve? If we're working on those things, then we're never going to feel overwhelmed to the magnitude if we just feel like we're out there, uh, fish flopping around by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Remember that you're in this relationship. Be diligent about that. Be diligent about that relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
And there's nothing you can do wrong after that. There's nothing you won't be able to accomplish because you won't be doing it by yourself. Mm -hmm. That's good. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart and being on the Her Podcast. I know we've been planning this for a while. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor, and I'm just so excited to get to know you and to have you in my life and in my sphere. And I, I just, I think it's, we're going to do more fun things together. So I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. I've been praying for a woman like you in my life. And it's crazy that I just met you like a couple weeks ago and all of what God's doing right now, like through the ministry and everything else. It's so crazy. Um, well, thank you girls for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bye, girls. Miss Miss Wendy Ingram is amazing. Make sure you look her up on Instagram. Um, But I hope you girls have a wonderful day, and thanks for listening. Bye.